Your top stories on Blitz this hour. The Proteas gear up for their T20 series opener against England. Baraka progressed to the last 16 of the Nedbank Cup. The Stormers dealt another injury blow. All the tennis action from the Netherlands. And a stellar cast set for the Dimension Data Pro-Am. The DHL Stormers have been dealt a massive blow with the news their Springbok World Cup winning hooker Bongium Bunambi will likely miss the rest of the Vodacom Super Rugby season. Mbunambi suffered a hamstring injury during the second half of the Stormers' opening weekend win over the Hurricanes at DHL Newlands, which forced him to sit out the derby against Vodacom Bulls this past weekend. The hooker has since had surgery on his left leg and faces a lengthy spell on the sidelines, which may also see him miss the Springboks' July test matches against Scotland and Georgia. The Sharks have got their Super Rugby campaign off to the perfect start, and they'll be determined to continue that trend when they face the Hurricanes in Wellington in Round 3 on Saturday. The men from Durban kicked off their tournament with a hard-fought win over the Bulls, but followed that up with an even more impressive performance against the Highlanders in Dunedin. Sean Everett's men ran in five tries on their way to a 42-20 thrashing of the New Zealand outfit. Bosch, oh, nearly an intercept. It's been a bit of a nearly night for Rob Thompson, and here's a chance again. Farsi showing his pace, and he's going to do it again. He does, scores in the corner, and the Sharks put another one on the Highlanders. The Sharks next face a side who are back home after matches in South Africa and Argentina, which produced mixed results. After being comprehensively beaten by the Stormers in Cape Town, the Hurricanes travelled to Buenos Aires, where they had to come from behind to defeat the Jaguares 26-23. Still taking metres off of the Wadi's defence. There's a short board and offload. And the right foot stab and it's a tip on Jamie Boots. What about that for the Hurricanes? The Sharks have suffered a major blow ahead of the clash with Springbok winger Sabu Corsi ruled out for the remainder of the tour of New Zealand and Australia after picking up a hamstring injury. He will be replaced by Marius Lowe. The defending champions, the Crusaders, will travel to Auckland to face the Blues, while the South Sea Sharks will continue their overseas tour in Wellington when they face the Hurricanes. Locally, there's a derby waiting for you. The Emirates Lions face the DHL Stormers, and you can catch the action live on your World of Champions. Pro 14 action continues on the 14th of February when Munster take on the Southern Kings, while on the 15th, Leinster hosts the Cheetahs. Catch it live on your World of Champions. Italy and Scotland will be looking to get their first wins of the season as they kick off round three of the Guinness Six Nations. Champions will tie it home to France, while on Sunday, England and Ireland do battle.
World Rugby announced that South Africa will host yet another major international tournament with the inaugural event on the HSBC World Rugby Sevens Challenger Series for women, heading to Stellenbosch next month. Twelve teams from all six of World Rugby's regions will be competing for a coveted place as a core team on the HSBC World Rugby Sevens Series for the 2021 season at the Danny Craven Stadium in Stellenbosch on March the 28th and 29th. Apart from the Springbok Women's Sevens team, the other nations in action are Argentina, Belgium, China, Colombia, Japan, Kazakhstan, Kenya, Mexico, Papua New Guinea, Poland and Scotland. The Sevens Challenger Series is a new competition designed to boost Rugby Sevens development across the globe. Second seed Stefanos Tsitsipas caught his Rotterdam campaign up and running with a clash against the unseeded pole Hubert Hurkash. With a 4-1 head-to-head, Tsitsipas started as the overwhelming favourite, but Hurkash was up for the fight and broke early to go up by three games to one. While the Greek sensation broke back to send the first set to a tie-break, it was the pole who grabbed the ascendancy. The second set was littered with errors, although Tsitsipas capitalised more efficiently. As unforced errors began to creep in the Hurkash game, the Greek levelled to take the game into a deciding third. Momentum remained with the second seed, and an early break handed him a three-love lead. While Hurkash avoided the donut, he could not deny Tsitsipas, who advanced to the next round with a 6-7, 6-3 and 6-1 victory. The world's highest ranked teenager, Canada's Felix Auger-Aliassime, took on Jan Leonard Struff as the players got their ABN AMRO World Tennis Tournament underway in Rotterdam. The German won their only previous encounter at the ATP Cup last month and the 19-year-old put himself on the front foot in strides towards revenge. A fourth game break gave the Canadian an advantage which was held throughout the first set, sealed with the sixth ace of the match. Struff reciprocated and dominated the second. The German broke in the fourth and sixth games en route to squaring the match at a set apiece. A more evenly contested third set saw the players on serve until a timely breakthrough for Auger Aliassim allowed him to serve successfully for the match to close out a 6-3, 1-6 and 6-3 win. Fifth seed Fabio Fognini had a tough first round assignment at the ABN Amro World Tennis Tournament. Russian powerhouse Karen Kachanov. Their head-to-head -head record was level at one all heading into their third professional meeting. Kachanov's strength and speed was on display in the first set, bagging two break points to take it 6-3. Bonini did what he could in the second, but he couldn't pierce the defense of Kachanov, who also showed killer instinct in Amsterdam, taking four games in a row to wrap up the win. A straight sets victory, with another top seed sent packing in the first round. Young star Andre Rublev was seeking safe passage to the second round in Amsterdam when he took on Nikolos Basilashvili. The Russian has had troubles getting past the Georgian before. He was hoping it would be a different story on Tuesday. The seventh seed found a break point in the very first game, an early advantage that he made the most of, dominating the set 6-2. The second was a near carbon copy of the first set, breaking in the opening game to grab the upper hand. Overall, it was a comfortable win for Rublev, 6-2, 6-3 in 54 minutes, on to the next stage. While fifth seed Fabio Fognini bowed out in Rotterdam, there were wins for Andre Rublev, Felix Auger-Aliassime and Alias Bedene. Top seed Daniel Medvedev and defending champion Gal Monfils sign action on day three in Rotterdam. The action is live on your World of Champions Supersport.
The Dimension Data Pro-Am is this week celebrating its 25th year of existence. Some of the game's greats have won this tournament, like major champions Nick Price, Louis Oesthuizen and Trevor Immelmann. One of the more recent winners, Yaku Ahlers, is returning this week to Fancourt, having triumphed here two years ago. It's a big event for South Africa for the Sunshine Tour, you know, um, Jeremy Ord and uh, Dimension Data has done so much in the last 25 years. Um, to have your name on that trophy and you know I watched the package of the 25 years yesterday on the TV and it um, there's, a, there's a few really really nice champions on there you know nice names on the trophy and it's it's great to be part of that part of the history and it'll be nice to try and uh, get your name on there again in the next few years so uh, yeah well like I said like I said I'm just it's just glad to be back. Dean Burmester has had a couple of close calls at this event in the past he finished runner-up in 2016 and third in 2013 and 2019. This is probably my favourite event in South Africa. Um, you know, it's, I've got a, a warm place here because it's the first professional cut I ever made. You know, I'd pre-queued for a lot of events and then managed to pre-qualify and get in here and then, you know, made the cut and finished, you know, 20th or something like that and kind of just getting your first paycheck just got the ball rolling for me and, you know, I mean, Jeremy and, and the whole team, you know, Doc and everyone at Die Day, that bodders and everyone has just been unreal and, you know, what better place? I mean, you just look at the weather and where we are at Fancourt, it's amazing. Christian Besaidnote is in good form. He's back in South Africa after a stint in the Middle East on the European Tour. There he bagged a runner-up finish in Dubai, narrowly losing out in a playoff. I had my best start of the year since I turned pro now. Every year it always seems like I'm, I'm strung to find my rhythm early in the year. So um, it's nice to, to get off to a fast start for the year. That sets me up nicely on the race to the buying all those majors and stuff so um, my goal was to to um, to, to get off to a better start in the year and that's what I did and it seems like all the work Grant and I is doing is uh, paying off so really pleased seeing the results earlier. The PGA Tour next heads to the Pacific Palisades, where the Riviera Country Club will host the Genesis Invitational. You can follow it shot by shot on your World of Champions. The Nigerian women's basketball team faced the USA in the final game at the FIBA Olympic qualifying tournament in Belgrade. Nigeria were brilliant in the opening half. They outscored their opponents in the first two quarters as they went into half-time with a commanding 40-26 lead. The Americans closed the deficit to seven at the end of the third but delivered a masterful display in the fourth and final quarter to take the game 76-71 in a nail-biter. Despite the loss, the women in white had already booked a ticket to the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo, meaning Nigeria became the first African country to have both men and women's teams qualify for the Japan Spectacular. The Istaf Indoor World Tech Center stage at the Mercedes-Benz Arena in Berlin. Catch every moment of it on your World of Champions.